You know, somebody said, and this is backed by hardcore stats. You're not alone. I wish you were alone, but everybody, and by everybody, I mean 60%. So not everybody, <laughs> like if you reduce it down to 10 people, there's not that many more people in the room that agree with you. Nonetheless, you are in the majority. And if it were an election, it would obviously be a landslide, which, let's be honest, will be the next New South Wales election for the Libs. But, hey, how does it feel to be on the winning side for once? You said, whoever you were, you beautiful stranger, you, you're like, I'm in Batman forever. He was saying, <laughs> he was saying that he thinks that he won't be able to give his children a better life than he's lived because of how rapidly things are changing, such as the climate. Yes, that is one way of looking at it. That definitely is one way of looking at it. And when it comes to raising children, when everybody always says, I just can't put them into this screwy world. Well, I think that the fact that you were saying that in the first place means that you should be one of the people that is putting people on this planet. Because if you are saying that, just remember... There are a bunch of people that are absolute fuckwits that are having six kids. And if that's the pool that we have to choose to be the next engineers, doctors, lawyers, you name it, what are some other jobs? Helicopter tester? <laughs> Chocolate microscopes? If you are one of those people that thinks that, that means that you should be having kids. Let's be honest. You should be like a bloody, you know, Ethiopian Catholic and have 20 kids just to balance it out. Because it means that you're conscious about the environment around you and you want to shape it, which means that your kids will be that. Don't let your lineage end with you. That is such a waste. That's a true waste. You're going to have to take on the burden of all the other people that made the world crap. <laughs> don't let them make it more crap. You're just going to have to come in like that old Greek nan in that really famous ad that I know no one remember of being like, oh, Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson's all the losers. You're not a loser. And that's why you need to have a bunch of kids. That's my thoughts on the matter. But the fact that they were saying that they think that the world is becoming worse. Well, Maybe. But another way of thinking about it is that you are living in a universe of extreme change and what, like, you are thinking about change in completely the wrong way. Because change means that there is opportunities, opportunities that didn't exist. Now, think about this. I was looking back at my family heritage and I remember that one of them was favoured by the aristocracy as some working pleb because they were a groundskeeper near him. So they were lucky in that sense that they got to maintain the gardens. And as such, they were allowed to hunt a certain fowl that all the commoners weren't allowed to hunt. Which means that that was the best I could have hoped for just a few generations ago. You, my boy, you get to take one of them fancy guinea fowls. And because this is in Britain, it still looks really bland and brown. But it's got a slightly fatter chest. 
There you go. You can kill one of those for Thanksgiving. Oh, wait, sorry, that doesn't exist because we're in the old country. Christmas. What's Thanksgiving? Hmm, me thinks that I'm being poorly narrated, me does. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was the best scenario for working schmoes just a few generations ago. What is your opportunity potential today? Really, the world is your oyster. The fact that you are listening to this means the world is your oyster because somebody has put it into your mind that you can actually do virtually whatever you want if you sit down, carve out the time and hone the skills towards it. That was not... The, like, most of the problems in life are a psychological problem. In fact, I think that that was Einstein's favourite saying, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely his favourite saying, for sure. I know the man personally from a self-help book where there's like three quotes that they fester around over and over again. I'm sure this was his favourite. It was that you are not going to solve a problem with the same level of thinking. Now, if everybody is constantly thinking, oh, it's all fucked, this sucks, hmm, everything's going down the shitter. Well, yes, it will then, won't it? It becomes self-fulfilling prophecy. But what if you are looking for alternatives? For instance... I know I have been in exactly the same scenario as you guys on steroids. I have been thinking about that for the last seven years. But after a while, a light comes at the end of the tunnel where you realise, no, a lot of big wins, you know, they're not the biggest win by a mile, but they're still big wins. Like the Great Koala National Park, for instance, that could secure the survival of like 300 species at one national park. Guaranteed, even in the age of climate change, if you just set aside a meagre pissant 315,000 hectares, that is a winnable accomplishment, especially because when we did the shout-out, I was surprised at how many companies were like, yep, we'll put our face to that. Multi-billion dollar companies, very interested in thinking about this. You know? Now, let's think about this from one step back. Okay. The person that gave me that idea has been fighting in environmental causes and losing for the past 30 years. Then I rock up out of nowhere, just do this on camera for like seven years. And then I say, oh, does anyone want to save Quake Wild National Park? Multi-billion dollar companies contacting me. Do you think that there would have been a chance of that happening? This is an extremely educated woman that has been fighting the good fight for 25 years. She's had very little traction. She knows what she's talking about. She's incredibly smart. It's just that the world didn't have those opportunities before. But the world does have that opportunity now. You can kind of just crowdfund the survival of species. In fact, we're doing that. A video that's coming out very soon, actually... We're just going to be saving an animal. Permanently. There was an animal that was going extinct. You guys are going to chip in some money, hopefully. Well, obviously, because every time I do say that, there are people that do come good because there are do-gooders out there. And then a species, an entire native species that has been around for, let's just say, I don't know, 10, 15 million years on this continent. It's going to survive because of us, because of a tiny, tiny, tiny contribution these things are happening. 
There are so many things to be looking forward to, to be excited about in the age of change. So yes, you can look at the downside of, oh yeah, yeah, all the biodiversity is going out and shitter and you know, everything just keeps going well. There's a big, big police state. There's all of those things that you can constantly be looking towards. Yes, but think about it the other way. Every other society before us, the, the, the things that they were capable of changing in their life were infinitesimal, tiny, tiny in comparison to what you're capable of doing because the technology has changed. You live in that, that era. You should be focusing on that. There's no point on focusing on the points of, oh, I can't do anything about this. Disempowering, a waste of your life, Really, honestly, truly, that's the scariest part about it. It is a waste of your life. If you are focusing on the potential of what you can do, what you are in control of, what you can organize, like what I'm more focused on these days, not only is it just a better feeling in general, but you realize, damn, you are in charge of a lot. There is a lot of things that you can be doing. And it is because precisely what you identify, but you are just looking at it from the wrong direction. You're not looking at it from the Chinese direction. You're looking at it from the Western perspective, which is always this idea of uh, change, boo. I want things to stay exactly as they are, that Swedish thing. It's kind of exactly the same as the Renaissance. In the Renaissance, all of that incredible art, so many patents and inventions in that tiny little period, it was so vibrant in comparison to its historical context, just in that area. Why was that happening? It's because there was war. It was constant war in competing states, constantly giving each other grief. When you just went north to Switzerland, and they, as they always say, just invented the grandfather clock in 500 years. But all of the inventions, all of those great artists, they all came from those warring states because it was a place that was precarious, filled with change, fraught life. You're in that time. Let's think about this. You kind of are in a renaissance. Isn't that a lot better than the period before that? That was just this for a thousand years? You should be really grateful that you live in this time. You should be having kids live throughout this tumultuous time as well. Because they probably, let's be honest, right? Look, even if they are running away from robots and eating rats, what a time to be alive. You know? <laughs> it's just, why deny that life experience to people? There's been a lot of terrible life experiences throughout history. But the other flip side of that is they've been exciting times. And I think that that is the same as what's happening now. I don't think that it's going to be anywhere near as bad as that anyway. But on top of that, what is happening is like a re-shifting of everybody's consciousness of like, okay, we need to be doing things in a different way. Yeah? Isn't that an exciting time to be alive? I think it is anyway. And if you think it is, make sure that you sign up to the Jordan Shanks channel where you can get more reminders like this of your potential. Because that's really what we're trying to awaken here constantly. Trying to remind you on a weekly basis. And if you sign up to Jordan Shanks, it's more than a weekly basis. It'll be like four times a week that you're reminded, hey, you're alive. Do something of value while you're alive. Not only do something of value while you're alive, live. Live a life. Don't just settle for that scary little cubicle and take that safe little measure because it is an illusion. That doesn't exist. Safety is an illusion. 
It's all, as we're just talking about now, the big true safety comes from that mindset of being able to adapt to extreme change. You are in that lifestyle now. So you've got no choice, do you? You've got to sign up to Jordan Shakes. And again, for the price of a cup of coffee, I'll guarantee you this, you can stop at any time if it doesn't give you the results, but it will give you the results. The results will be so much higher than the investment. If you're talking about a return on investment, you will never find a better deal than signing up to Jordan Shanks. Never. There is never going to be something that is going to cost so little and give you so much. You're welcome. I look forward to seeing you there.